Hi everyone, John Thornett here. Another episode of the Speaking Pharmacy podcast for Peak Strategies. Now, if I'm right, this is our first for 21? Is this our first? It is our first. Sarah's nodding in the background saying, yes, this is our first. So welcome to 2021. We are most certainly excited about this year. Last year was toilet, but this year is going to be an absolute ripper. So hang on to your seats, everyone. This is going to be good. So hope you're all well. Hope you're doing well. So great little podcast today. But before we get into it, a couple of little things that's happening at peak. Number one, there's been about uh, four people we've added on to the peak family. So we've got uh, Arnie and Yan from the, the Philippines who have joined the peak family. Uh, we've got uh, Kieran who's in our Perth office and uh, all those three uh, young upcoming accountants, absolutely beautiful people, um, wonderful people. And starting next week, which might be this week by the time you listen to it, either way, uh, we've got uh, young Bethany who'll be joining us. And uh, Bethany is uh, coming on board as our client service officer. She's going to be a ripper. She's a cracking girl. Um, you're all going to love her. Absolutely love her. So what else is happening in the peak world? Well, this year, and this is what we're most excited about. This is something that I have been wanting to do for all of my peak family career um, ever since peak started. I've always wanted to make a difference in pharmacists' lives. Um, from the perspective, I want to see them grow. I want to see them flourish. I want to see them more profitable than what they are. Um, you know, pharmacy's got so much to offer and I've always had this grinding need to want to do more. So this year is gonna be the big one. This year is all about Pharmacy Mastermind. So what is Pharmacy Mastermind? This is all about a program that we have developed between myself, Sarah and the Peak family. Well, we have uh, developed this program which is all about driving profitability and sustainable growth in profitability in pharmacy but as well as making sure that you guys don't burn yourselves out as well and you guys are also living a sustainable lifestyle as well so enjoy life enjoy business but make a difference to your community but above all this is about growing profitability and growing sustainable growth in your profitability it's a program that we're we are really excited about we've been putting a hell of a lot of time and effort and cost into developing this. Um, we've got some uh, few people on board. Our first Australian group is uh, forming right now. We've got a few people on board and, uh, and, and many more to come. So uh, this is going to be really exciting. But today we have the wonderful, the best marketing lady around in Australia. Hands down, there is no one better. The beautiful Sarah Rendell. Hello. Hello. Making what my a, head big. <laughs> what, a, what a great introduction that I know, was. right? If my hair wasn't tied up, I'd flick my hair. But <laughs> the little, huh? <laughs> yeah. Notice I'm doing the action here. You guys can't see that. I, I appreciate that. But it was a really good hair flick for someone who has no hair. <laughs> so our topic today. So we're going to talk to you about KPIs, but from the perspective of KPIs that relate to growth. Okay, so let's get some, some basics here. So you guys as owners, pharmacy managers, whoever you are, you're there to run a business, you're there to grow your business, you're there to, to grow your profitability. Okay, now we know 
through the work that we've done with our clients, we know that with a good marketing strategy and with your business functioning properly with the right people in the right roles, you can achieve growth. But knowing what KPIs to measure and what they mean and how to use those KPIs to your advantage, that's where the link is. Okay, marketing, it's, it's not a, um, it's not this airy fairy conceptual idea. It's nothing like that. Marketing, it's, as you know yourself, it's all about data. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Well, that's yes. how you measure the success, isn't it? Yeah, so the area fairy comes into play through content creation, which is great. But if you're not tracking said content, you're not going to get much results. It's all Everything has to have kind of a system in place. Yep. And um, the way that you track it is through data. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, well, th- certainly what we do internally at, at Peak is we track a lot of data. Um, and that helps us determine what you guys want to listen to. Uh, through through podcasts, through our blogs, we know what what topics you listen to. We know what blogs you you you, you read. I'm going to say yes. listen to, but you don't yes. listen to a blog, do you? No. You, you tend to read a blog. In you my do, experience, you do read a blog. Yeah. yeah. Um, we track everything um, in terms of what comments, um, like on posts that we're getting, um, our engagement rate on social media, our website traffic, what pages you're landing on how you guys are discovering us. Is it through direct links or is it through search? Everything, um, it is kind of big brother, but it's where we see the behaviors. Yeah, and this is the the exact same system applies uh, for the work you've done with pharmacies. Yes. That exact same system applies, doesn't it? What are they looking at? What are they engaging with? Where are you getting the hits? Yeah, so if we pick on one thing within pharmacy, one's loyalty members. So getting your number of growth of loyalty members, but then actually looking at the data through an even closer lens. So if you're sending email campaigns, what is the open rate of the loyalty members? Are are they actually interested in what you're doing? What services are they engaging with? So what your loyalty members, what are they coming in for? Is it for Fluvax or is it for Impromai? So many different things. Yeah, yeah. So let's recap a little bit and let's go back to KPIs in the very basic format. Now, KPIs is nothing more than a quantitative measure of something that's going on in your in your, in your business. Okay, KPIs, key performance indicators. So these are quantitative, measurable things. Okay. Now, the the particular purpose of these is you to measure the results of some sort of action that you've done. Okay. Or for you to measure the results of a certain trading period. Okay, but their purpose there is this system, this business with these actions has resulted in that outcome. Okay, so if we change one of those things, has that changed the KPI? Yes, it has. Well, has it improved it or has it made it worse? If it's made it worse, then we need to go back and change our actions to try and get a new measure, don't we? To try and get a new KPI. That in its absolute basic format is KPIs. Now KPIs are not the type of thing that you just measure, that's really good, go to the next trading period, measure, okay, well, that's not as good. But if you keep doing the same things, you kind of keep getting the same outcomes, okay? So the purpose is, if you change something, does that change the KPI? If it makes it better, good, we're doing something well. Let's try and improve that and let's see if any changes we make make that KPI any better. 
Okay, so your management decisions, your decisions as an owner, all come down to data. Okay, sometimes the worst things that can happen within a business, and certainly my own experience here, is decisions based on emotion or based on on gut reaction, always leads to a very biased opinion because we're human. That's what we're designed to do. Okay it doesn't necessarily lead to the best outcome, okay? When your decisions are based on data, the emotions are removed, okay? So your decision, you've got to get the data. And if your uh, reporting system, your financial reporting system, your bookkeeping system, if that's not strong enough for you to get this data, then you need to change that, which is why you give us a call to get your systems right. So, if you want to achieve better results in your pharmacy, you need to start doing things differently and measure it. Now, if you go back to, now we did a webinar that was on the 7th or 8th of December. Yes. Roughly. Okay. And uh, Sarah and I did this webinar and it was all about the interaction of customer behavior and sales and generating growth in sales is all about sustainable growth and profitability. Particularly we were looking at um, like sales as a traditional formula of number of transactions multiplied by basket size equals sales. Change the formula around so you focus on what the actual customer activity is. So we focused on that webinar, and by the way, if you go to our website, they'll be able to watch that webinar? Yeah, so just under our webinar tab. Okay, so go if you haven't haven't watched that webinar, um, go have a look at that because it was really good. So we went through how to attract new customers, how to retain customer loyalty, how to improve the frequency, the number of times they come to your store, as well as how much they spend when they come to your store. All of those little those four little areas build up to growth in sales. So where's the link to a marketing side? Now, Sarah, you, I think you were saying on that webinar, yes, or maybe not because we might have spoken about it afterwards. Anyway, <laughs> you spoke about this link of, particularly from a marketing side, of customer behaviour through to purchase, oh, of yep. awareness and yes. considerations. So, yep. So no, this was not mentioned on the webinar. So this is oh, a, it's a little, little, little nugget of gold. Yep. So. This is called the um, customer life cycle. So this is kind of marketing 101 and we use it for content strategy um, and for marketing strategies. So essentially we start off um, through the awareness stage where they're beginning to learn about your brand. Um, And when I say your brand, I mean your local brand, not your banner group. So you have, that's the awareness stage and also keep in mind it takes 10 touch points for someone to really remember your brand. So a little tip, like it's the awareness stage and then the next stage... 10 touch points. Yeah, 10 touch points. Yeah. If the data... You can see a lot of people given up before they've actually yeah, made it Yeah, that's another thing is consistency is key. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get into the second stage of considering. So they begin to engage with your, with your content or your marketing, maybe opening an EDM reading. Um, if we look at the peaks um, part, maybe signing up to the mailing list, that type of thing. Considering if this is of value to them, because once again... Um, it's all value-based. You have to add value to their lives. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds very big picture, but it's the truth. People yeah. aren't going to engage with stuff for the sake of it. Yeah. 
And then you get through to the evaluation stage where they're really beginning to think, yep, okay, um, this pharmacy is for me. Um, I have issues with my sleep. They seem to be very focused on that um, space um, mm. and they have a lot of tools for me through sleep studies, um, also um, just general advice and all that sort of stuff. I can go speak to them. Yeah. And then it gets to the next part of actually coming in and convincing and purchasing. So um, with marketing, you have to understand that all your customers might be at different phases of that life cycle. Mm. So you have to have a strategy in place to get people at the start of the funnel of the awareness stage, but also get the people out of the funnel at the convinced stage yep. of the purchase. Okay. So yeah. from a, a, a KPI perspective, how do you measure those various steps? Mm, yep. So the first one, awareness, is just the um, from social media loyalty members um, that would be definitely... Through Just like engagement yeah, rates. Engagement yep. rates, tracking um, if you're reaching new people. So you can also like check like post reach and things like that. Um, also, and then evaluating would be people making an action, whether that be like a comment, signing up to a mailing list, um, perhaps visiting the pharmacy but not doing much. Mm. And that kind of ties in an evaluation as well. Um, sign-ups, um, visits to the website. Yep. Um, if you're doing like an Instagram Live or a pharmacy event, then attending, that type of yep. thing, that's yep. how you track it. And then obviously the last one's quite easy, yep. the, per the yep. sales. So with a, a, um, a proper marketing strategy, yes. you've, you've designed it to hit all those four various um, yeah, stages of the customer at life least cycle. Weekly. Yeah. yeah. And then each one of those steps, there's a measure that you've got to see, is it working? Yes. Now, um, I suppose there's an element of common sense here in that if you Monday marketing strategy, bang, you're not necessarily going to see results that first day. No. I mean, sometimes it takes, it takes a while for that traction to start to build, doesn't it? Yes, especially if you're like investing on like a new channel. So let's see if we pick on social media because that's my jam. I love socials. <laughs> um, some of my clients, you know, they've last year they really honed into their marketing strategy and focused on social media, and they're seeing some really exceptional engagement results. But now we're trying to convert that into physical people coming into the store. Yep. But they're getting their branding is huge in comparison to their competitors. Their pharmacy is reaching a lot of people within their target audience mm. on a large scale, but now it's getting them to evaluate and consider purchase. So um, marketing is a is a long game, not a short game, mm. and it, you yep. can't just throw something at it, hope it sticks, and then walk away. Yep. It needs to be consistent, um, and you also need the buy-in from yep. the team. I yes. suppose, um, to use my phrase, stubborn persistence. Yes, yeah, stubborn persistence, <laughs> yeah. We can even just pick on ourselves at peak strategies and yep. the level of, and I mean, you guys are listening to our podcast, but you also know there's various other channels that we go through, and it's a consistent thing. Our blogs are now been running for four years. It's a big, like, we're constantly evolving and changing and making sure that yep. we have stuff coming out. Okay. So, in essence, what we're doing is measuring a response, particularly a customer's response to a strategy. And we're measuring it from, um, from the awareness phase all the way through to a purchase phase. And therefore, there's KPIs in each one of those steps. So, let's... Use an example, and I suppose what you've said for a long time is you've got to hone in on, on your strengths, don't mm -hmm, you? Mm -hmm. So it's either you're targeting a 
particular demographic of people. Yeah. Men, women, family, baby. Yeah. Elderly, young, yep. whatever. Yep. So you're yep. honing in on a particular demographic yes. of person or you're honing in on a particular issue, um, sleep focus. apnea, diabetes, baby. weight management, family, yes. baby, whatever. Yes. Or you're honing in on a particular service that you offer. Mm. So it's like there's different things. But I suppose the important part here is knowing what you're honing in on. And it's not necessarily one. You could be honing in on half a dozen different different aspects. Yes. So, yeah, understanding your target audience is the number one step um, for marketing, especially for pharmacy. Uh, you coined the phrase of the sea of sameness. And unfortunately, a lot of pharmacies do fall under that blanket. Um, and we need you really need to know if you if I go up to your team member, if I work with you and I go up to your team member and they don't know exactly who your target audience is, that's already red flag for me. Yep. We really need to understand. And yes, you guys can service everybody, but are they is that a, is that of value to them? Are they actually going to come visit you? Yep. Or are you have you noticed that there's a particular need within your community mm. um, that you can focus on? Um, keeping in mind with target audiences, I like to think it's like one to three. So um, especially in some suburbs, you always see like there's like a, a senior population, but then unfortunately they age and pass away or move into... Um, you know, with family or nursing homes, and then for that, there's suddenly this interest of the the new families and other people yes. entering the yep. Yep. suburb. So there, you have yep. two different target audiences. So really, understanding your target audience is just so important. And yep. there, we've done some blogs on it, um, but dare to be different. Please dare to be different. Um, you guys, I do a lot of research of stuff happening overseas, and some of the pharmacy innovation over there is just amazing and mm. I, there's nothing holding us back here doing it here yeah yes. yeah it's um i suppose there's the odd one who's rather bold yeah yeah but um a lot of them are as you say the, the sea of sameness yeah yep. i think we can elevate it as an industry you guys are just you have such a wealth of knowledge um for like the public especially after last year the trust in pharmacists have just gone through the roof because you guys were frontline workers and rightly so you deserve it yeah um, but yeah, let's stand out and be bold. Okay. So let's hone in on a couple of examples and how we then work through um, uh, trying to generate growth, yep. which links to a marketing activity, which leads to how we measure the outcomes. Okay. So let's pick on Fluvax is probably something that's very relevant for this year, mm -hmm. which has been different from, from prior years. So yes. let, let's work on that. So if you're a pharmacy, yep. pharmacy owner, and you think, I want to drive up the amount of Fluvax we get. Yes. So then from a marketing strategy, uh, how would you, there'll be obviously there's a campaign, but how would you sort of measure the outcome of your campaigns and how would you go about that? So obviously the key measurement would be tracking how many vaccines we get yep. but prior to that I would essentially yeah, do a campaign um, and it'd be a targeted, targeted campaign through socials, through my email marketing and also conversations in store yep. um, I would also think big picture um, you know now in WA I'm not sure if that's across Australia but I know in WA that there's now the element of actually being able to physically visit um, businesses yes. 
to have Bluevax. So what's your strategy there? Have you got a database of local businesses that you could target to reach out to? Yep. Um, that would be a great one. Do you also, that's another example, if they still want to come into the pharmacy, what's your strategy for attracting those large groups? Because if you could get 10 businesses with about 30 people, you know, it's already mm. a lot of flu bags. Yeah, so yeah. there's an opportunity there. It'd also be building a relationship with other allied health as well and like referring them on to you guys. Yeah. Um, and also I would just be be prepping my customers in the lead up to the flu vax so then they can and make sure that I have my MedAdvisor app a book and my booking system. Yes. I would yes. have a booking system um, available on my website. Yes. And then I would make sure that I target, now this might be a big, bit big picture when I say this um, is, yeah, is do some search engine optimization. So make sure that I have on my website a space for flu vaccines so when yep. people type into Google, they can find So someone in Mount Pleasant is then going um, flu vax. Yes. Then I'm not going to use Mount Pleasant Pharmacy. I don't know if there is a Mount Pleasant Pharmacy, but we use that as a hypothetical example. Then that will come up. Oh, okay, I'll go there because that's a local one just around the corner. I'll go there and get my flu. It's convenient. Having that MedAdvisor and booking system up online for them to access. There's prime real estate on there for you guys to do that. And we've got to remember that the consumers, we're a little bit lazy these days. You know, we've got Uber Eats. We've got yes. all of that stuff. I had to, That was my New Year's resolution to, <laughs> to leave that up. But um, anyway, yeah, so it's like if I can, even with my doctor now, like if I, I can't remember the last time I called my local doctor surgery because I just go onto Health Engine and make, yeah. it's so automated. Let's automate the process for them. Let's make it as convenient as possible. Send yeah. out an email blast with a booking book now yeah have it all pre-booked yes yeah. so you can understand here for you guys listening to this you can you can see how right we want to generate growth we're going to target in this example could be one of half a dozen strategies of we're going to target flu vaccinations and we want to engage with a lot more people so your strategy is flu vax and you know that flu vax can be done for example in businesses so you know that's your strategy and then you know that you need to, and we use the term here, you need to hang out where they hang out as a concept. So you look at who's our target audience, and it could be, for example, local businesses. You want to target the local businesses. So you need to hang out where they hang out, which is physically hang out, but as well as online hang out as well. You need to be there. And so on, on goes your could be a LinkedIn connection, could be um, physical connection of actually visiting the businesses. But then you've got some physical things that you can track. And you can track those KPIs to see how many people is engaging with this particular service. Okay, and then you can track that through how many people are making bookings. Okay, so you've got to make it convenient as well, don't you? This is where the harder you make it for them, the more likely they're going to go somewhere else who makes it convenient. Yes, um, definitely. So you mentioned the, like, the online bookings, and people are quite used to doing things online. Like, they don't want to talk to human anymore. No, definitely not. And the MetaAdvisor app is amazing, but you're not going to know about it unless you have the downloaded app. But you can create a link on your website to then book through and you yeah so that's essentially yep. the best way to do it so with metavisor you you can utilize that app and just add the link and then they can click through to the 
So, so simple. Yes. So, so you can see how you go strategy. This is who we got to target. You think, well, we got to hang out where they hang out. You got to design your message and then you can track, you can track the social media engagement. You can track the LinkedIn engagement. You can track, you can track how many businesses did we actually visit? Okay. Then you can track the number of bookings and you can then track how many vaccinations you actually did. So you can track that data all the way through. So you can see now KPIs and growth and you can see from that example how you measure each step along the way. Let's take another example. Let's take um, uh, let's take sleep apnea because that was one that you, you worked on last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell, me, tell me about that and particularly the the strategy but uh, how you how the results were measured along the way so I work with a pharmacy that has a passion and focus on sleep apnea so their team are very well like their expertise lies in that sleep apnea space so um, post-covid there was a little bit of a lag just like with any um, physical bookings um, so we decided to put together an implementation plan of what we're going to do for the next few months to drum up some more sleep studies yep. and not only that um, n not treat our sleep apnea clients as a one transactional client where they buy the machine and that's it yep it's thanks a, for coming catch yeah, you later it's an yep. ongoing support system for um, for the patient it's a lifelong thing yep. when you have sleep apnea it doesn't go away it's not yep. curable so what we did was we created a VIP event where we invited um, existing customers who had purchased a machine to come back and then they got their machine clean for free. And as a result, um, there was some maintenance, tidy ups, conversation with the pharmacist, and then they bought various parts and stuff and moving forward. So the way we tackled that was actually physically sending an email to existing sleep patients and then also to our database as a whole as well, because we might have some existing patients that have a sleep apnea machine, but didn't necessarily mm. go to our pharmacy. So we did that as well. And then we also got on the phone and called, like, called some of our patients as well, yeah. like our regular sleep patients. The, we had a great turnout. We had a lot of people coming. Um, that was, I've done something with another pharmacy similar. And in comparison, this one was like highly engaged and a lot high attendance. Yeah. But what was really cool is we converted some patients that were existing customers of this pharmacy but weren't engaged for sleep. And because they had such trust of the pharmacist, they have now converted and now they're going to be a lifelong sleep patient. Yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, and this is touching on a lot of points we talked about before. So you look at customer loyalty, okay? So what, what we're trying to do there is if you get a customer, you want to gain their loyalty so they keep coming back. When they keep coming back, you also want to improve the frequency. Okay, so that improves the number of purchase points a particular customer has with the store. So you can see a very good example there of how that particular strategy worked on their loyalty, gained more loyalty from that customer, but also improved the number of times they interacted with the store. Mm -hmm. And then you can see the other strategy there of not everything actually needs to be online. Sometimes certain things which are quite effective is the physical events. Yes. And then you can measure as the KPI how many people attended that event. And then from the people who attended that event, how many are now coming back as regular customers. So then you can measure the success of that event and think, well, if we do that again, then there's another group of customers that we can gain. 
Yes, and that's probably the biggest issue that I come across with working with pharmacies, the disconnect between digital and traditional. So traditional is a, you know, print, physical, customer service, that type of thing, people coming into the pharmacy. Um, A lot of people understand that, yeah, we need social media because everybody else has it, but they don't actually see that social media is essentially tying in with your traditional marketing so you can drive traffic into the pharmacy. So there needs to be a fusion of both. And the biggest way to do that is getting your team involved. So if your team's disconnected from your socials, like I'm just going to say it, there's no point having it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So you can see there's another strategy there of, I say, you can have your online strategies, but here's another one of having a physical event, your KPI, how many people attended that event. Second KPI, how many customers did we gain from that event. Third KPI, did we get an increase in the number of transactions in those particular products that we were demonstrating, promoting, whatever, um, from that event. So you can track the success points all the way through. So if you housed an event, but you didn't get as many people as you liked, well, that doesn't mean it necessarily was a failure. It just means that that action, you need to try and do it a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Okay, did you promote it long enough? Okay, did you actually promote it to enough people? Did you promote it to the right people who like, were you hanging out where they were hanging out? So just because something's a failure by measure, that doesn't mean you stop it. If conceptually you know it's going to work, you need to go back and change. This is the benefit of KPIs. This is why you measure that all the way through. Let's pick um, another one that you've been working on. And let's take uh, family. Yes. Let's take family, for example. And this is one that's probably in its in its infancy at the moment, but from a uh, a um, a marketing KPI perspective, has been getting some tr- some traction. Yes. So this again is this is our target audience. Yeah. So it's essentially um, their their audience is family with um, a big focus on baby as well. Yep. Um, so the way that we have really created engagement for this pharmacy is through the emotional connection so we've tapped into the values and needs of first-time parents yep and really used the expertise of the pharmacy to educate them so i'm really like understanding um i'm sure if anyone's been a parent um they would understand yeah being a first-time parent is quite a daunting experience and one thing that I've noticed from working with pharmacies and also having a close family member recently having a baby is the lack of um, awareness of the public knowing what a pharmacy can offer first-time parents. Yeah, so, good point. Yeah, yeah so um, luckily my close family member has had me in, in her corner and she's become <laughs> best friends with one of the pharmacies. So. I should go tell them that they got a lifelong customer because of me. <laughs> but, yeah, so what we've been doing... Of course, you're not on commission there at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, no. no, they don't even know who I am, I don't think. But, yeah, um, with the pharmacy I'm working with, what we've been doing is create. we're hanging out on um, Instagram because if you look at the demographics of Instagram, it's a very female-led channel. Um, within the age brackets of 25 to 35, like is the highest. There's other people there, of course, but that's the highest kind of mm. um, or plus the demographic age for there. Um, and so we've been utilizing Instagram a lot 
um, to create educational topics, talking about um, products that help with your kids. So, for example, and then also not just babies, children as like young children and mm. growing into teenagers. So, for example, sunscreen for kids. Like, yep. Um, also like nappy creams, educating on pregnancy supplements, educating on what to take um, to the hospital, packing your bag, mm. all that sort of stuff. But then we've also um, been playing into the other local health um allied health in the area yep. relating to them so reaching out to them and providing them resources so yep. when they're having you know a first time mum come in they're like go down to the pharmacy and speak with xyz and they'll help you with all your baby stuff kind of just becoming the expert in that area yep. so that's really done well it is in its like beginning stages but every week we're seeing increase on engagement um and then like also our content is being reshared and repurpose through the local health space as well, which yep. is really cool. Yep. So um, super stoked with that one. And the, the thing is, though, th- the reason why it's working is because what they've selected really ties in with the passions and the values of the pharmacy owner and the yep. management team. Yeah. 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 So you can see the themes we're going, we're, we're, we're do you put that in English? Yes. Recurring themes we have. I'll eventually get that out. Uh, recurring themes here. And this is knowing who are your target customers, people, demographics. It could be particular issues, sleep, weight, diabetes, something, or a particular service is knowing exactly who you're targeting and why. Okay. Then you've got to devise the strategy. You've got to hang out where they hang out. And you've got to measure the success points every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, that is why you have KPIs to measure these things. Yes. Okay, there are KPIs for the physical events. There's KPIs for the online um, uh, social media type engagement. There's KPIs for websites. There's KPIs from an email blast. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's so many KPIs you can have here that measures the success at every single stage. And ultimately leading to, are we selling more stuff out of this or not? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what we've gone through today is part of our mastermind program. Okay. So this gives you a bit of a taste as to what we cover in mastermind. And you can see what we're trying to do here is trying to get you guys engaged and engaged in the right areas that's going to help you drive growth and sustainable growth in your businesses. Okay, so for those who are interested, um, if you, uh, how can they get in touch with us? Yep. So the best way to do it is to jump on our website, and you can book a suitability meeting with yep. John. Um, we want to make sure that any member that joins our program is, you know, visionary and really working towards the future. Um, and then also it just aligns with what we want to do. Yep. So um, it's just a 20 minutes of your time. You'll get to chat to JT and then it goes from there. Yep. yep. So um, we've also got a, uh, a tracker available. Yeah. So for people that are interested, they've got a uh, we've got a tracker that we use in a mastermind program, which uh, listeners can use to uh, track their own activity. So how yes. can they get in touch with us to get hold of that? So yeah, the tracker is just essentially tying in some of the digital um, 
data also with sales data so then you can actually see the success rate of it it's a great template um so the best way to get that is probably contacting me via email on sarah so s-a-r-a-h dot rendell r-e-n-d-e-l-l double l everybody sorry at peak strategies that's a plural.com.au so great so those who are interested jump to our website have a look at the mastermind okay we're putting together uh, eight good pharmacy owners now to join our mastermind with the pure objective of helping you to drive profitability and sustainable growth in your pharmacies so if you think you've got what it takes if you think you can do it jump on our website um, click a link and uh, you can uh, make an appointment for a suitability meeting with me and then we can see if uh, you're, uh, you're going to be the type of pharmacy that's going to work with this program. So I hope you enjoyed that. Okay, we've got an um, interview coming up soon with uh, uh, someone in the industry who's an absolute ripping bloke. Um, you're going to love it. So stay tuned for that one. That's coming up soon. Thank you, everyone. Talk Thanks. soon. Bye. Bye.